0: and pray for life and business faith-based personal development courses and coaching tapping into our best life hi i'm mary lucasada for talk and pray and it took me a while to settle into myself do you know the feeling capable ambitious but wanting more more impact more success more satisfaction me too I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Time keeps on slipping. I was talking with my sister yesterday about the last time we traveled together. We took a trip to Evergreen, Colorado, and from there saw the Garden of the Gods and Pikes Peak and the Museum of Nature and Science in downtown Denver. I have tons of pictures, and I brought home several ornaments. I try to pick up a Christmas ornament everywhere I travel as a sort of catalog of the memories. And I asked, how long ago was that? Two years ago? Two Two? No, no, she said. That was five years ago. No way, I said, and I realized that BC time had struck again. Not BC before Christ, or even BCE before the Common Era, which I've never really become accustomed to. Have you found that time during and after the COVID pandemic has compressed in some way? That's why I've started calling it BC time. Before COVID, Time seemed to have a rhythm of seasons and events and activities, but the isolation and the sheltering in place and working and schooling at home made each day blend into the next with no discernible beat. Random notes on a keyboard that never consolidate into a song that you can recognize or sing. If we were on a competition like Name That Tune, only it would be Name That Year, I'd say I can name that year in three words, and they are I don't remember. Yes, that's it. What did I win? Mary Lou, you are a year older and deeper in debt. Congratulations. (laughs) For people who did experience something significant in the year of our COVID, those who lost loved ones or endured long-term sickness and symptoms, time still compressed. Life was one way, B.C., before COVID, and different, A.C., after COVID. I find that all of us have this skewed sense of just how much time has elapsed between what we called normal before and what normal looks like now. So my conversation with my sister got me thinking about time. My mother warned me that time would speed up as I got older, but I didn't expect it to slip away completely. Cue my 1970s soundtrack in the Steve Miller band's Fly Like an Eagle, which I can remember. (laughs) Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. The Apostle Paul encouraged the church at Ephesus to redeem the time, Ephesians 5.16 in the King James Version. I like that translation because of the idea of redemption. Inside the word redeem is the idea that you can buy back time redemption is the story of jesus buying back our life by laying down his life we are purchased with a price and the amplified version continues you were actually purchased with the precious blood of jesus and made his own 1 corinthians 6:20 and isn't our life just made up of time We live so many hours, days, weeks, months, years on this planet. So it stands to reason that if our lives can be redeemed by Jesus, our time, too, can be redeemed. There is still time to become all that God has created us to be and to accomplish all that He has called us to do. I sometimes quip that I'll need to live to be 273 years old to finish all the projects I've started, to do all the things I dream of doing. But no matter my age, I can be sure that all God has for me, His agenda for my life and times and yours, can be completed in the time He has given us. So how do we redeem our time? Scripture gives us a prescription for how to do that. Moses prayed, "...teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom." Psalm 90:12. Moses of burning bush, ten plagues of Egypt, that might have felt a little bit like COVID to the Israelites and the Egyptians, huh? And author of the first five books of the Bible fame, prayed, teach us to number our days. So managing ourselves and our time is a skill. I was talking to my daughter about her writing. She's nearly finished writing a fantasy novel, and we landed on the subject of outlines. Some people, she said, are plotters, and some are pantsers. (laughs) What she meant was that some people plan what they will write with a plot outline, knowing beforehand what their characters will do and when they will do it, and others write by the seat of their pants, letting the characters lead and often surprise them. I think we often approach time in the same way. You're either a planner or a pantser. Planners tend to know how their time is spent, and pantsers get surprised. Where did all that time go? As a recovering time pantser, I feel the pushback for planning every minute of my day. My rebellion goes so deep, I don't even want me to be the boss of me. But that is what self leadership is. I'm both the employer and the employee, and if I want to redeem my time, I'll need to trade some submission to the boss, which is me, for the privilege. When my sister and I traveled to Evergreen, we had an agenda. We didn't want to miss seeing the sights, but we also didn't want to come home exhausted and needing a vacation after our vacation. So we planned how we'd spend our time. We had a finite number of days to explore and eat and rest, and we planned accordingly. Why don't we do that with real time? (laughs) We can lead ourselves well during vacation. We planned even our eats, taking advantage of the nearby The Fort restaurant so we could taste bison and other exotic meats and dishes. But back at home, we pants it like we have all the time in the world. So how do we learn to number our days? I think it begins with awareness. Do I know how I'm spending my time? Broadly, yes. But there is much lost time with things that don't matter. I hate to even mention the rabbit holes of social media and the internet, I used to say that the downfall of America was the drive-thru window because it changed how we cook and eat at home as a family. But technology continues to make life both easier and more complicated, with social media, YouTube, and everything in the world at our fingertips on the World Wide Web, giving the drive-thru window a run for its money. (laughs) Distraction is a powerful force, and squirrel syndrome has hijacked many a morning or afternoon. Numbering my days, then, must start with awareness of how my time is used. One of my mentors starts her day with this affirmation. This is the beginning of a new day. God has given me this day to use as I will. I can waste it or use it for good. What I do today is very important because I'm exchanging a day of my life for it. When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever, leaving something in its place I have traded for it. I want it to be a gain, not a loss, good, not evil, success, not failure, in order that I shall not regret the price I paid for it. Isn't that a powerful affirmation? Mindfulness that I'm trading my life, my life made up of minutes and hours and days, means I make better choices for my time. Next, how you use time should be consistent with what you value most. As a Christ follower, I want to spend time in studying scripture and in worship. As a wife and a parent, I want to invest in my family with my time. As an entrepreneur and a writer, I want to spend time developing my skills and being valuable to the marketplace. My priorities have shifted some through varying seasons of life. When I was a homeschooling mom, time teaching my kids was a premium because I didn't want to send them out into the world without the necessary skills to be successful. Now, as an entrepreneur and empty nester, my priorities are different. As I age, my fitness and health are higher priorities than when I was a young mom. As retirement approaches, I will invest more time in making money and preparing for old age. What is most valuable in this season of life is where you'll want to lead yourself well with the time you invest. Awareness and knowing my values help. The old pantser tendencies, however, still rear their ugly head. I know the truth of the edict, what doesn't get scheduled doesn't get done, but I still find myself resisting. Stephen Pressfield wrote in Do the Work, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity will incite resistance. I feel the truth of that when my time starts slipping, slipping, slipping. To fight the rebellion, I keep my schedule loose, identifying priorities for the day and week, tracking habits crucial for my season, and concentrating on moving the needle on my goals. I plan before I go to bed, mapping out what's most important for the following day and laying out what I need to accomplish that day's work. Just those small steps, placing my devotional book in the center of my desk, laying out workout clothes. A list of the day's writing assignments and tasks to be completed sets me up for better use of my time. I also pay attention to my energy levels throughout my day. My military husband talks about it in terms of battle rhythm. It's important that I use the time I'm at my best for my most important work. My energy is zapped in the afternoon. I'm not usually productive between 1 and 4 p.m. That figures into how I manage my workflow. If you find your energy lagging, that's a cue that your highest priority work probably won't get done in that hour. Notice when you have more energy and schedule accordingly. Managing myself well in the use of time is always a challenge, but I've noticed that small habits or steps generate time wins, and small wins accumulated produce bigger wins. Choose one or two routines, systems, or habits that redeem time for you. There's an old joke. It goes, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Answer, practice, practice, practice. (laughs) A bad joke. (laughs) Maybe even a dad joke. But wisdom for managing yourself in time. Start small. Practice, practice, practice. And watch the rewards of leading yourself well accumulate with your use of time. Moses prayed, teach us which means you and I are not alone. The struggle of managing ourselves in time is universal. Stop beating yourself up about it. It's not just you. I found that having an accountability partner for my schedule helps. She'll ask, have you put that on your calendar? What is your next step and when do you plan to do it? We check with each other regularly to stay on task. Who might be someone you can be accountable to? Check with your mentors to see what works for them and give it a try. Ask them if they will be willing to keep you accountable. Just that step often improves our ability to use time wisely. Moses' prayer reveals the results of numbering our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. What can be wiser than leading yourself well and knowing there is time enough for all you've been called to be and do? When you feel time slipping, slipping, slipping into the future, redeem it by becoming aware of your priorities, values, and rhythms, and then taking small steps to manage you better. Leading yourself well first is the wisest of all leadership and time management principles. You'll find that self-leadership will make time your friend. Father, wisdom comes from you. And you tell us in your word to seek it above all, and that if we lack wisdom, we have only to ask. I ask for wisdom to manage myself well, to be aware of the value of time and of my values when spending my time. Teach me to number my days. I pray for awareness of my rhythms when I'm at my best and when I need to rest and recover to be more productive later. I pray that I'm mindful that I'm trading a day you've given me for the activities I choose. Help me choose well so that I grow in the nurture and admonition of you and grow the talents and opportunities you've given me for my good and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is in the field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.